Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I'm so so excited that you're here today because you're going to love this show too. It's just full of great people and I think you're going to love it. Now, before we get in and I introduce our very interesting guest, I want to tell you again about the Facebook group. You know, I, I created Second Wind when I was going through my defining moment, which was for me, my divorce. And I was recovering from that divorce. And I thought, you know, there needs to be some way for people to connect. I started out in Jack Canfield's uh, Success Principles, But when I found my journey, my path, then I kind of transitioned over to this. And that's why you hear from who you hear from on this show. It's about women in transition. Now, when I sit on a plane and I do the little intros, I say I have a podcast. And if I'm sitting next to a man, he whips out his phone and he immediately starts entering my information. Like right on the spot. And so I do know that possibly I may have a man, one or two out there, that are listening to transitions. And why not? What is more important to a man than the woman that he's with? If she's in transition, if she's thinking of transition, then possibly there's something he needs to know. So anyway, transitions are for anybody that go through them. I happen to believe women go through more than men. But I created this Facebook page or group, Second Wind, so that you could communicate with me. You could tell me. The number one question I want to know is, are you male or female? In other words, Are you a man listening to this podcast? Do you have suggestions for this podcast? And I ask my women the same thing. Are you a woman? Do you have suggestions? Because one of the things you can sort of tell about me is I love interacting with people. I love connecting people. And so for me, I can't do that, but I can do that through the Facebook group. So In creating the Facebook group, that's why I really want you to go there, join it. Let's have some communication going on so you can further tell me what you want or we can discuss or you can ask questions about where you are. I've been through transitions like many of us, but I think having the the available space to discuss, to ask questions is valuable. So I hope you'll go there. It's second wind 
on Facebook. Okay, now let me tell you about our guest. Linda Bard, she's an amazing woman. And I met her several years ago at an e-women's conference that was being held in Dallas, Texas. Now, what makes her so amazing is that she's known as the executive muse at her own company, which is Find Your Creative Voice. She is a sought-after life purpose specialist, and she's internationally known for a best-selling author and intuitive confidant. Linda is famous for transforming her cosmic acupuncture moment. Now, what does that mean? Well, she was bitten by a diamondback rattlesnake early in her life. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to tell you about why that's so important. I'm from Texas, and the rattlesnake, the diamondback rattlesnake, is really, really big and very poisonous and very dangerous. That's one thing you don't want to be bitten by if you're in Texas for sure or the western states. Now, his bite is his poison is so strong and his purpose is to um, stop the blood from coagulating and to also render his victims paralyzed. It's really a serious thing that she went through. And through that, she's going to share that story with us a little bit. But through that, it was a defining moment in her life. So that's why it's so powerful. So if you live off in another country, you don't know what a rattlesnake is. That's a little peek into how powerful a rattlesnake's venom is. And his fangs are just awful. And they're long and they're they have multiple pairs. I mean, there's just so much about this fascinating animal. But anyway, Linda lives to tell about her experience. But it was life-changing for her. And she found her journey because Linda now helps women around the world discover their heart's desires with swiftness, clarity, and compassion. As she loves to say, I help you see you so you can be you without apology. Love that. So welcome, Linda. I'm so excited you're with us. Well, thank you, Joyce. (laughs) Kind of set up this big dramatic moment for me now. Deal. I want to know why you didn't hear the, you know, the snake also has a little rattler on the end. And normally that's their their uh, protection. They start rattling that thing and we turn around and run the other way. So I'm kind of curious why you didn't hear that. Well, this was pretty much uh, the kind of a situation that was very, very unlikely. Um, mm-hmm. I got bit, first of all, by a young rattlesnake, which is actually more dangerous than uh, an adult rattlesnake because the adults, 50% of the time they bite you, their bites are dry. They, they oh. don't inject their venom. They mm-hmm. just want you, it's kind of this warning sign, get out of my way, get out of my space. <laughs> but yes. with the younger rattlesnakes, 
they don't know, and so they just, if they feel threatened or whatever, they just go for it. Mm-hmm. And I was in Arizona, actually, um, ah. and I was I was at a um, conference, and I'd gone to the an evening session of the conference, and this was in October. And my my grandparents um, moved from Chicago to, to this was down in Tucson, mm-hmm. um, and and so I had, I had spent summers out in Tucson, you know, catching tarantulas and mayonnaise jars, and you know, do, being out oh. in the desert with all kinds of critters. So I I knew the desert, and in this particular situation. I was at a fancy hotel in the foothills of the mountains, mm-hmm. had gone to this evening session at, at this conference, was walking back to my car in the parking lot of this hotel. I, I was literally 100 feet from the front door of the hotel, getting into my car, and when I felt something, you know, like this little uh, prick in my in my yeah. foot... Yeah. And I'm going, what? You know, I thought maybe I had bumped into a cactus or something like that. Yes, yeah. And I turn and I look I look down and I see this little snake scurrying back under the car. And mm-hmm. I go, oh, I think I've just been bitten by a snake. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around and it's like, oh, you know, it's okay. And, and my husband, who happened to come to the conference with me, he's like, no, we're going back into the hotel because we had, we were staying with friends. And uh-huh. <laughs> I said, okay, we'll get a picture of it because if it's not a poisonous snake, then we don't need to go to the hospital. Right. So let me preface this that that afternoon I had come, so I had come to this conference and it was called The Secret Energy of Money. And uh-huh. I was exploring, you know, my um, foray into into the coaching world, into um, being an online presence, working with clients around the world. I mean, basically, I, I what you said earlier is, that, you know, I help uh, men and women discover their next call to adventure by yeah. shedding the stories that no longer serve them so that mm-hmm. they can travel their soul path with an open and joyful heart. Yeah. And I was at that place at my next call to adventure. And I had, I was getting ready to step into my purpose, which I had discovered through uh, scientific hand analysis of being a transformational healer and communicator. Mm-hmm. But I had these stories around what that meant and it's like oh i you know what does that mean i have to be i'm not no dalai lama i'm no oprah um so i i don't know this maybe this is just kind of a pipe dream and i was at a place where i we were on an afternoon break and i was out there standing in the sun and i'm going I, I was really just kind of ready to give up on going for for this next thing that I was called to do, mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, I, I I don't know. I just don't think I'm I'm 
built for this. I don't I don't I don't know if I have the strength for it, whatever. You need to show me a sign. I'm speaking to the universe. Uh, yes. And and I'm going I I need to see a sign that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. So that was about three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. The snake bite happened at nine PM that night. Mm-hmm. And for me, I knew immediately that that was my message. Yeah. That in you know, in Native American right. culture, snake medicine is not only is the the venom very powerful, but the mm-hmm. the medicine, the energy of that animal, um, the snake is is also very powerful, right. and it speaks to transformation. It speaks yeah. to creativity. It speaks to um, you know, and w- one of the things that I uh, incorporated into how I'm working with people when mm-hmm. a snake sheds its skin it's because it doesn't need that anymore right it doesn't need that mm-hmm. skin it but it comes back with something new and fresh to to keep it uh going forward and mm-hmm. so i was i had to let go of that story that i wasn't good enough worth and mm-hmm. worth it enough new enough i had to let all that go in order to move forward. And the other thing that is important about snake medicine is, I mean, the creature itself, it travels obviously on the ground and Mm -hmm. it operates by feeling the vibration, right, of things that are around them. And that was another clue to me that, you know, when we talk about feeling vibration, for for human beings, it's about trusting our gut, trusting our intuition, listening to that inner voice more than most people do. You know, we get hunches and and that sort of thing, but oftentimes we just discount it as, oh, coincidence or whatever. It doesn't really mean anything. But once you listen to those inner vibrations of, of what you're being, you know, picking up on from the universe, right. from from the yeah. world around you. you. You things become much easier when you trust that. So it was this sort of perfect storm that came together, and and I was in the the uh, ICU for two and a half days. Oh and, my gosh! Yeah, Did I mean, you have it, lucidogenic it, dreams. Did you really get Oh yes, there were plenty of oh. plenty of hallucinations as well. And turned out I ended up needing um what did I get? Twelve vials of antivenin. You know, because they, they have Uh-oh. to keep testing your blood to see how much venom was injected into your system and yeah. they have to monitor if your you know, platelets are still breaking down and so every time they do that then they give you another um vial to to help counteract it i needed 12 of them and they were four thousand dollars a piece oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) so so i have to laugh because uh there there was of course the universe always has a sense of humor and Uh because i was attending the conference called the secret energy of money um (laughs) (laughs) i learned a lot that weekend (laughs) 
Oh, yes, yes. So the energy, so the universe paid for your book. Right. <laughs> right. Well, fortunately, I had good health insurance back at, at that time. So. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So now you've, you've successfully gone through that, and we're all so grateful and so thankful. But I'm glad you got your message. I mean, that's kind of a dramatic way to go. but Right. But, I mean... We would. I know many people that would like to know a message like that. <laughs> you know, what do I? Well, do and that? and I don't. You know, I mean, obviously, I, I don't wish for someone to to go through something like that. But no. but the reality is, is that as you said earlier, um, we we do have those moments where this is a play. This is a time that causes us to stop and pause and reflect and mm-hmm. we can either get caught up in the angst of the moment if it's yes. a divorce or um you know where we just look outside of ourselves as to mm-hmm. you know oh why is this happening to me and blah yeah. blah blah and you did this and you you know or we can go wait all right how do i take this moment and learn from it Mm -hmm. and what are the ways that I can move forward where I can claim my power back because in a lot Mm -hmm. of situations we feel like things are happening to us rather than rather than for us yes yes I like I've talked with some people that use the statement they they turn the whole situation when something bad happens or we interpret it as bad that they make the statement, what is the good in this? What is Mm -hmm. the good in this? Let me find the good in this. And I think it's such a powerful way to shift uh, what we normally in our old lives would have said, well, why does this happen to me? But there's always a lesson, always a lesson. So it's interesting. I want to know, were you doing hand analysis uh, before the the uh, snake bite or had you incorporated that into your uh, coaching? I had just been doing it for about two years at that point. Uh-huh. And, okay. and so I was, again, like like I said, I was at that place of, Okay, well, how do I bring this into working with people? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's it is not your run of the mill sort of coaching tool. Let's put it right. that way. Um, right. But but each pair of hands is really a self portrait that is drawn from deep within, and mm-hmm. when you decode the lines and the fingerprints, you get information that is unique to you and and what i love about this is it's this three-dimensional portrait of what makes you you and Mm. so often we forget about all of the unique qualities that we have there are certain things that we're rewarded for so Mm -hmm. if we're um you know very conscientious um in our work, we get rewarded for that. But if I also have, 
gift markers around creativity that are not honored, that part of me suffers. And and so if I if all I'm worried is focusing on being, you know, conscientious and nurturing of others, which could be a heartline style, right? That's mm-hmm. your emotional way of how you show up and, and nurture and, and express love in the world. So that part of you is getting expressed and and fed. But the part of you that has, you know, creative expression or leadership um Kate, you know, qualities that, that are not being um, expressed. Those are the parts that leave us kind of wanting or if, we, if we're tired of like, oh, I wish I could do this, I wish I could do this, and finally mm-hmm. we get so tired of not being able to express it that we put it, we put it away somewhere, you know? We kind right. of lock it up in a closet. And what I do is I help people really understand you know to get that deeper clarity around that the struggle that they're feeling the 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 void that they're feeling the mm-hmm. um the place that they're in this you know turning point what is you know what is bridging the gap between where they are and what's holding them back and that information comes through the awareness of what is re- revealed in your hands Right. Now, I met Linda when she was doing this at a women. She had a booth. And if you'll open your hands, listeners, if you're out there and you'll just open your hand and look at your hand, I want to say that you are the only one with the um, your hand. Your hand. Right. Your you fingerprints are, so, are unique to you. Thing, yes. Nobody else has those. That is amazing. Do you know how many people are on this earth? And you're the only one with those fingerprints. Isn't that amazing? I mean, even identical identical twins don't have the same fingerprints. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I just, I'm, I, the more I know about the body, the more amazed I am at how it tells us so much. So when I first experienced Linda, she was doing this, looking at, doing hand was she was doing hand analysis and there's a little different you know we used to I used to go to a county fair that would come once a year and we'd go see the palm reader and she would look at our hand and she would tell us so what's the difference in that experience that I thoroughly enjoyed uh when I was younger and the hand analysis what's the difference in the experience Exactly. And so the first difference is, is that I don't uh, have a crystal ball or a turban. So, <laughs> so that's the first difference. Um, yeah. But but hand analysis and and my mentor, the, the system that he designed, uh, mm-hmm. he calls it scientific hand analysis because it combines the ancient wisdom of palmistry from the standpoint of, okay, we do talk about your heart line, your headline, your lifeline, mm-hmm. but it also incorporates the modern science of forensics with your fingerprints. And, mm-hmm. and so the, there are two aspects to the, to the hand, the, um, the personality psychology piece. So that is uh, reflected through your emotional style, uh, mm-hmm. your thinking style, 
your um, the shape of your hand, which is uh, corresponds to the the four elements uh, archetypes. So earth, fire, water, and air, mm-hmm. and and so those those kind of are the the personality elements that help you to as this human body uh live your purpose mm-hmm. and and then the fingerprints are this energetic map of what your soul's agenda is right you okay i signed up to be um you know <laughs> just opened up your um uh, the the soul map uh printout that i um did for you those days and and may i share your life purpose sure sure your life purpose is successful woman of influence and creative healer on a big stage oh gosh i like that yeah and so understanding right and and when we you know when someone hears something like that (coughs) there are elements that they, of course, recognize in themselves. I mean, I knew I was a communicator and a healer. But mm-hmm. when you start throwing in words like, you know, transformational or big stage, um, our, our tendency is to kind of like, again, go to the top of the mountain. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. Oprah, you know. Well, <laughs> big yes. big stage, you know, your, your broadcast is, is a big stage because for mm-hmm. many people they're sitting there going, gee, I wish I could do a podcast, but nah, who wants to hear what I have to say, right? <laughs> so honoring you for you know stepping out there and the the way that you are helping to heal people is mm-hmm. through how you share the information of. <clears throat> Being you know, of connection of of influencing, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that is, um, you know, people understand to a point, but then they get, they go, oh my God, this is really true, you know, as opposed to now. I mean, they may first say, oh, that's not me, but as they sit with it and they take in all the information that comes through this uh, hand analysis reading, mm-hmm. they are stuff starts to click for them. Right. Yeah. Oh, gee, I really like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, and it's amazing that maybe back then I had a hint. I don't think I was doing my podcast back there, or was I? I must have been. No, you weren't. Not at that point. I wasn't. Um, it, it's just amazing how it can um, give you insight. Of course, the work is up to us to get us there. But if we know these doors are open or they will we tend to gravitate toward them, it's a sign of encouragement. You know, it's like, ah, oh, okay. I can do that. I can move forward. I like doing it. It's verification that I, you know, I'm always the last one to leave a party. So I'm a chatty Kathy, but, uh, so anyway, but what I'd like for my listeners to do while we take this short break is that you have an opportunity to open your hand. And I want you to do that because when you look at the palm of your hand, it is so unique to you. 
And when we come back, we're going to tell you a couple things. So come on back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are listening today to the fabulous Linda Bard as she has shared with us her amazing experience of the rattlesnake and how that influenced or affected her life in moving her forward on her mission and her path. Now she didn't read, she read my reading of my hand analysis, but I bet hers is very similar to mine in that we both love helping women as they change. But now moving forward into this segment, what I'd like for us all to do is open our palm left or right. Doesn't make any difference. Choose the one that's your favorite favor and open it up. And then Linda's going to share just what some of those lines will indicate for us. Linda? Sure. Okay. So if you're looking at your hand, uh, the the place where your fingers attach to the palm, so mm-hmm. start moving your eye downward. And the very first line that you see that goes horizontally across the, the palm, at, you know, so mm-hmm. it starts at the outer edge and it moves across past your little finger, past your ring finger, past your middle finger, towards mm-hmm. your index finger. That line is your heart line. And the heart line is the key to identifying your emotional connection needs, right? It, it provides this intimate look into your relationship style. And by understanding your um emotional style, it it helps play the significant role in not just you um, knowing how you love, but how you uh, like to receive love, how you like to give love. So Mm -hmm. there are four main types, and if your heart line is pretty much straight all the way across, 
Mm-hmm. That means that you are more of a thoughtful, reserved person when it comes to emotion. Mm-hmm. If that line, you know, it, it does go straight for a while, but then you'll also see there are two types of lines that coming right at about underneath the middle finger, um, the line makes this big curve up and it can curve mm-hmm. up to the middle finger or it can curve up to the index finger. Yes. And so curved lines are about being more uh, expressive emotionally. Um, so if it curves up to the middle finger, that's called the passionate heart line. And that mm-hmm. is the type of person who their heart's non-negotiable need is, you know, spontaneity, being in the moment. Let's do this, right? They, they're mm-hmm. they're very passionate about the the things that they love, and and they're not shy about saying, "I want this," right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the yeah. the mantra for the passionate heart line is, "I want what I want, and I want it now." <laughs> so. Okay. What about if it goes to the index finger? So the one that goes to the that curves up and goes to the index finger, yeah. that is the big heart heart line. And the big heart is their non-negotiable need is connection. So that's the nurturing style that I was talking ah. about earlier. Mm-hmm. The challenge for the big heart, because that's how they love to show how they feel for, you know, that that's the way that they express love. They love to nurture. Right. They love to... Um, you know, ha- connect people. They're they're mm-hmm. very much the um, you know they're they're the person who's going to start the book club or or that kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but the the blind spot for the the big heart heart line is that they can go down the rabbit hole of neglecting their self care. They can fall into the trap of little bit of self-sacrifice mm-hmm. they struggle sometimes to set a boundary because yeah. they always want to do for others but sometimes you got to say no and so mm-hmm. we're not saying you know and so for someone who has this heart line and there are you know a lot of um women who who do have this actually yes. there's a lot of well i'd say maybe 20 percent of women have the 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 nurturer heart line and the I want what I want heart line. And I ask them, where are you spending most of your time? Because mm-hmm. if, if all you're doing is doing for others, then that part of you who wants to just, you know, be spontaneous and, and have, you know, their own desires met, mm-hmm. that part gets ignored. And so mm-hmm. when you understand that you have access to both of these, um, you know, I mean, and I'll share a story with you. It, actually, I think it was at the eWomen conference that uh, mm-hmm. that I met you at. I had a mm-hmm. a, a booth, a table there, yes. and I there was a gal who came uh, to talk to me, and she had the big heart, heart line, and the passionate. And as we began to get a little bit more into her story about where was she overgiving, where was she not stating her needs, it -hmm. turned out that she was at this turning point in her relationship uh, because she was in an abusive marriage. 
And she was really uh, in this void of being torn to try to keep it, you know, to to try to keep nurturing it, to try to do all of these things. Um, But she was also concerned for her daughter, who was, I think, 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. And what I said to her was, you have, you know, this other strength, this other part of you, this passionate person who is not afraid to set a boundary, who is not afraid to um, claim what she wants for herself, which is a life different than what you're experiencing now. And, you know, and she'd been in this uh, abusive marriage for several years Uh, and and so i mean we just had this uh and and literally it was maybe a 15 minute conversation by the time all was said and done but um but speaking to the parts of her that she knew she had inside of her but Mm -hmm. she had forgotten the one part that could stand up for her uh yes she she left um, came back the next day and the look, I mean, her whole demeanor, her whole energy had shifted. And she said, I want to oh bring my. my, she brought her daughter to have mm-hmm. her daughter's heart line read. Oh. And her, her daughter said, I, you know, after her mom kind of walked away to go do something else, her daughter said to me, I want to thank you for whatever it was you did because my my mom is just totally changed. She said she is just so excited and happy and mm. she for the longest time all I saw her was just sad and depressed. Yeah. So it ah. it really is this this conscious awareness that comes through and and so I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I just remind you of the stuff you've forgotten. Right. Well, we don't even realize that that our hand holds so many answers for us. I mean, I mean, that's just amazing that that's on our body. Just a right. Well, and so let me finish the other two because the people who have the straight lines yeah, are probably going, "What about me? What okay. about me?" All right. All right. <laughs> so the straight line that ends underneath the middle finger. Yeah. That is called the hermit heart line. And the, that Heartline's non-negotiable need is freedom. And they are very much, you know, when I say freedom, it's, it's, not, um, it's not about lack of commitment or anything like that. It, it mm-hmm. is, they, they want to um, have the freedom to, to choose the things that they want. And when they choose, they are... You know, their word is their bond. They are they're very much about um, connection to nature and family and tradition and, and that sort of thing. Uh, but but they're more reserved about uh, their feelings. And so for someone who is passionate, um, it can be a good thing because they inject, you know, it's like one of those things, it sort of rubs off on them a little bit because they need to be more passionate. But Mm -hmm. also, it can be challenging because they have to find the space to 
what I call have sanctuary time to recharge their own batteries if they're around mm-hmm. people who are big energy all the time. So yeah. Uh, so that's the, the the hermit, and then the the line that's straight that goes all the way across the hand and ends under the index finger. That's mm-hmm. the romantic idealist heart, and their non-negotiable need is meaning. So they are sort of the thinkers, the observers, the um, and and I have two of these heart lines myself. Um, but I'm but, looking at mine thinking I do too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're, if, if that is indeed the case, we're the type of people that, um, people love to have as best friends because we are so considerate. We're the last one to leave a party cause we're helping the post clean up. We're, you know, um, out shopping, you know, walking on the street and we go, we see a, you know, a little something in the window, a scarf or a book or this, and they'll go, oh, my God, Joyce would love this. I got to get this for her, even though there's no, you know, it's not your birthday or anything. But mm-hmm. we are so connected and tuned in, in into, you know, a life of meaning that I know buying something, this little, even if it was just a little, you know, um, figurine or something like that Uh I know it would have meaning for you and so that's why I do it so that's all well and good but the blind spot for the romantic idealist of course is that we have this tendency to think about what we feel and and so if if that's the case now we've got to stop being, you know, stop analyzing the situation and start expressing what it is that we desire, um, as mm-hmm. opposed to just kind of being a, a spectator a, a, around the emotional piece. So, you know, again, being all of these different aspects of ourselves certainly contribute to how we show up in the world and how you, you know, show up as this uh, woman of influence and, and creative healer. Um, but also it helps us to understand, well, you know, here's some of my blind spots and what are my stories around those? And that's where really the big piece comes in because we have, like I said, either been rewarded and encouraged for certain aspects of ourselves or we have been shamed and um, discouraged for other aspects. So, for example, someone with a passionate heart line, when they were younger, you know, I mean, kids in general are like, oh, I want this and I want that. And, you know, but but for the, the, the child that has the passionate heart line, they oftentimes will get the the message repeatedly, oh, you know, stop being so big. Stop why making it all about you. Stop being mm-hmm. so selfish, right? Yeah. And and they're not being selfish. They're very validly expressing what they want, their desires. Mm-hmm. And and there are ways, you know, that you can not bulldoze over everybody to get what you want. And those are the things that parents can teach their children. But mm-hmm. to squash the ability to dream, to squash the ability to have a desire, 
um, that that's not good. And so, of course, people, uh, women especially, will dim their light and mm. and not want to be so big about that. And and what I say, of course, then reminding them, you you have this capacity. This is part of who you are. You know, you're not going to run wild with it, but mm-hmm. you got to start bringing it out more than you're doing now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So once you work with somebody or analyze a hand, they have the option of going on and just to do work with you and mm-hmm. to really learn about how they can use what what's discovered in the analysis. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And and so you know they're depending upon what their focus is or or what story that they want to shed about mm-hmm. um you know their their personal life their business um whatever it it really gives them an opportunity it gives us an opportunity to uh, explore and look at the places that um that they've been stuck before because of mm-hmm. awarenesses that were not present to them at that point in time. And so wow. uh, I started uh, one client I was working with and, and she very, she, she's a, um, she started out as a, a licensed practical nurse years ago and had this vision to create um much more of a, a holistic um, center for women, mm-hmm. and and she was at that place where can I do this? Is this mm-hmm. you know? I mean, she she knew she wanted to. She just didn't know if she was good enough, could do this, whatever. And yeah. and so you know, all of these things, we started going through the aspects of her hand. Uh, that you know were revealed about her personality that would be uh, beneficial for her to bring forward. We explored stories around uh, all of those, you know, the the what I call you know the good hair day and the bad hair day part of mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. of what we show up with, um, and uh, and then we went deeper into. The, the soul piece, the soul information of her fingerprints and and uh, her purpose, and you know, once you're faced with this, um, and and for her, part of her purpose was maverick healer, and and so while she was literally in you know a healing arts um, type of of career. Healer mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to mean you're a doctor. I mean, I, when I found out healer, and the other thing I thought was like, well, I don't want to become a Reiki master, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but what the work that I do heals people, and and I'm yes. not, you know, I'm not a, a doctor uh, or yeah. anything like that. But but I, you know, I heal people from the standpoint that they come home to themselves again and come from that place of really being empowered to go forward and, and, um, and, and step into the life that is, you know, has been resonating inside of them 
and yeah. and allows them to do that. So, you know, I've been working with her for six months now, and the stuff that is just, you know, she's putting together is just uh, amazing and, and is going to serve so many people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was because she knew it, but she didn't trust it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so this is, again, listening, you know, what inner vibrations, what, you know, intuition are, are you getting from, um, you know, keeping your belly to the ground and what stories are you going to shed to right. um, let you step into the fullness of who you are. Yeah. So tell us about the secret map in your hands that that you, the offer that you have for our listeners today. Because I know there's somebody that out there that's going. I want to know more about me. And so they're looking <laughs> at their hand, going, "I want to know more. I want to know more." And so, I, what is that tool? That and how how can that happen? Right. Well, so they can go to my website, which is Find Your Creative Voice. Dot com mm-hmm. and initially if you want to get a little bit more information about uh, what we talked about with the heart lines we mm-hmm. can um, you can go in the upper right corner there's a little place for you to enter your email address and um, and and receive the um, the copy of, of the the various heart lines and, and talking a little bit about what I do and and that sort of thing. So it's a it's a sort of a little introductory overview, um, uh-huh. and and then within that document, there's also um, a link that you can click to uh, if you want to go a little further, have a, a conversation with me directly. Um, it's a, I call it a soul synergy session, and mm-hmm. it's really just getting a sense of <clears throat> where you're at and uh, and what you know uh, a next step might be um, right. as far as getting your hands read. So, yeah. uh, but you, you can like I said on the site you'll you'll read a little bit more about the hand analysis piece and the, mm-hmm. the different um, programs I offer, and uh, and I, I really just. Um, the thing I, I love most about this tool, because there, you know, there's strength finders and the the disc personality thing, and you know, yes. all, all of these types of finding out information, uh, you know, about yourself, and and everybody wants to know more about how they yeah. tick, right? Um, mm-hmm. But for me, th- those types of quizzes. Because again, I'm I'm kind of a analytical, you know, um, thinking type of person as far as like, you know, words uh, are are important to me and, and stuff. So I'll see if I can outthink the question. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, they probably yeah. want me to answer it this way, so yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> and and you think you can affect the outcome to get the answer that you want in that situation right. with right. hand analysis. The, the you know the database that my mentor put together um, over the course of forty years and reading seventy thousand pairs of hands uh, yeah. it, it's it's a repeatable database and it it's basically literally like looking at a map so if I'm looking at a map and I tell you this is you know Eighth uh, Street and and uh, 
you know, alder. The, and it's like, you're not going to dispute that, right? Mm-hmm. And and when I say you have, you know, a big hard heart line and a, um, you know, a, a brain that operates like the HAL supercomputer in the, in the movie, uh, space, you know, 2001 Space Odyssey, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to recognize that when I when we start talking about the aspects of what that marker means, and then we're right. going to explore how does that show up in your life? How are you using it now or not using it now? Where can you use it? And 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 so we start going into all these things that uh, I'm not saying. Well, oh, I think you should do this based on perhaps you know. I mean, in a typical sort of you know either coaching situation or or whatever it it's like i'm not telling you from my perspective of what i think based on what i'm hearing mm-hmm. i'm reflecting back to you what i'm seeing and you're telling me how that's showing up right yeah well you know for me um of course that day i immediately wanted my hand red which you you Put ink on your hand, right? Correct. And, well, right, and I and so I can send people the ink kits. You know, I can do this remotely. It's it's you don't have we don't have to be together in person. <laughs> so, but I have a question. Okay, I did mine. It's been a day or two, and I've matured. So, do I have new wrinkles in my hand? Well, very good question, Joyce. <laughs> um, so, so the fingerprints never change, right? right? I mean, they're formed at about 16 weeks in utero, and uh, and they're with you your whole life. The lines in your hands um, can change, and so the heart line and the the head line and the life line, for the most part, are what they are. But I've seen heart lines where they're, they, um, you know, the end of it, if it's curving, may the the, the line, end of the line might get a little longer. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen other lines that what we call challenge markers. I've seen those over time um, fade and 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 disappear, and it's right. because the the hands, which have some of the most nerve endings of any part of our body, are a direct reflection of the neural pathways, the thoughts we think in our brain. So that Mm -hmm. neural activity shows up in our hand. It's almost like, you know, when you think about the covered wagons that traveled, you know, from the Midwest to to the Oregon, you know, following the Oregon Trail. If enough of those wagons pass, what happens? They create this huge, deep rut in the in the ground. Well, yeah. that rut in the ground is the line in your hand. If you choose a different way to go, the grass grows over those ruts and mm-hmm. new ruts are formed somewhere else, right? So yeah. it's kind of that. It, it's a simplistic analogy. But, right. um, but yes, if you change your thoughts around certain things, those the lines in your hands will change, and and it is a reflection um, yes. of where you're at. Yes. Well, Linda, we have come to the end of our time, and it's just been I, it's so hard to even stop you because I'm just so fascinated by your work, um, knowing that 
that the inclinations that are very visible in our hands can influence the personalities that in, we are and give us permission, just like your example with the lady that uh, came back with her daughter at eWomen. It's like opening, it's like giving permission. I don't know why we need that, but sometimes it can be quite powerful to have yeah. the information and know what we really can are capable of doing. So I just appreciate so much that you have been on our show today. And thank you very much for being here. I always love to visit with you. You're a great woman. And I just, I just think it's amazing. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. And I just love that you're doing your purpose in helping <laughs> others in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So next week, we'll be talking to another fascinating guest. Now, I don't promise that she will have been bitten by a rattlesnake like my dear friend Linda, but it will be another message. So two things I'd like for you to do. Look at your hand, go see Linda's website, and then also go to the Facebook page and sign up. Leave a message. I'm a man, I'm a woman, and I want this discussed. So, feedback, feedback. I love you all. I thank you for being here. Have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 